you wish to attract higher levels of good health, personal and interpersonal relationships, and a deeper connection with spirit, you've tuned in at the right time and to the right place. This is Awakened Hearts with Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. In our program, we'll provide intuitive readings, insight, and guidance to help you connect with spirit and experience more from life. Now, here are your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell. Welcome, everyone. We are thrilled that you have joined us here today. We are your hosts, Rebecca Campbell. And Boyd Campbell. And you are listening to Awakened Hearts on the 7th Wave channel of Voice America Talk Radio. You can contact us by email, hello at sundrahealing.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, connect with us on LinkedIn, add us on Google+, and of course, visit our website at sundrahealing.com. We have Dr. Jana Fond with us today, and she is a licensed clinical psychotherapist, and she has written a book called Everything Will Be Okay, Blending Psychology and Spirituality to Heal Ourselves. Welcome, Jana. Yes, welcome, Thank Jana. So it's a much, pleasure Rebecca to have you on the show. Great to have you. Great to be here. Yeah. So, Jana, can you just take a moment and let us know what is the best way for our listeners who would like to reach you? Uh, the best way is by the, my website at www.janafond.com, J-A-N-N-A-F-O-N-D. Um, that's the best way, and um, uh, I'm looking forward to hearing perfect. from people. Perfect. Okay, so any of the listeners who'd like to get in contact with Jana after the show, you can go to her website, janafond.com. Okay, um, so Jana. Uh, I looked into your book a little bit. I didn't get a chance to read it before the show here, but i um, really excited to have you here today and to share with us, you know, uh, a little bit of your experience. And really what I wanted to start with was maybe you could share with our listeners what inspired you to write this book. That's a good question. So this book kind of came about at a time for me about five years ago. Well, I've been in practice as a therapist for 20 years. And uh, about five years ago, my mother became very sick suddenly with cancer and died just a few months later. And I felt I didn't have closure with her. So I went out on a limb because people in my field as psychotherapists and psychologists don't usually talk about this, but I went to a psychic medium to connect with her to get closure. And what I ended up finding was much more than a connection with her, which I also got, but I received tools and guidance and about myself and things that I began to incorporate in my private practice. And I found that my clients were having amazing transformations with this new way that I was working with them. So I began to blend the two theories, psychology and spirituality, and I decided I needed to make it available for more people than just came into my office. So I put together this book, and here we are. Wow. Okay. So, so you got direct guidance through the reading uh, when you were with the medium of um, maybe, a, I guess, a new direction and, and things to implement into what you were currently doing. 
Yeah, the psychic medium. I had. I would. I met with him about once or twice a year, and continued. And every every little bit. At the first time I met with him, he said to me, um, he connected me with my mother, but also said, you know, you're off path, and. I was like, whoa, <laughs> what do you mean I'm <laughs> off path? And he began to fill me in on all these little bits about myself, what I needed to do to fill in the gaps of myself and knew I got psychological, I got some spiritual terms and uh, information about the soul and how the, when you're not going in the direction that you need to, the universe conspires against you to help get you back on path. And some of these things were <laughs> relatively new to me, even though I, I considered myself a spiritual person, but I, I, I really got a, a heaping helping of it. So, <laughs> so I'm kind of curious, Jenna, with the, the, the phrase you said, the universe was almost conspiring against you. Did you find um, with the, the change in, in your, your thinking or the, the effect this has had on you, did, did things start to um, flow a lot easier in your life? Did things start to fall into place when you made this uh, transition? We start blending these two together. They, you know, they did. I, I think um, for me, what I found was I could finally be authentic with people. I could, no, I didn't have mm. to um, hide out under this. Uh, you know, so it's sort of like a coming out of the closet in a way as a therapist. Mm -hmm. um, but for me, I was able, I found that once I put the book out there, it did, it started to flow. Whereas I, I noticed, um, you know, certain, when, when there were periods of time when I would usually be busier and, you know, clients just weren't flowing to me in the same way that they were before and what I, how, how that was interpreted to me is that I was really meant to write this book. I was meant to help more people than just the ones who were coming to my door. And as soon as I put this book out, it really did change things as far as how many, how many people came my way and what started happening in my life. So kind of like a faucet that when you're doing what you need to, everything is flowing the way it should. Beautiful. Yeah, very nice. Um, I'm also wondering, with the, there's the theories here, the psychology and the spirituality, how have you been able to manage, how have you merged these two together in your That's book? A, how does that <laughs> How does that work? Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, in psychological terms, there's so many different theories that, you know, that, that in psycho psychology forefathers, so to speak, have put out there and so many people have they've done research and they've studied and they've put out they have all these great ways to work with people in a psychological way and you know and the spiritual side I certainly didn't write the book on the spiritual components I mean that was all that's a lot of that was there before me and there's a lot of people who know quite a lot about that um, right. but it, the idea of putting them together and I know I'm not the first person to do that but I don't think there's as many books out there that do combine both. But the way that I do it is I help to educate people about the psychological components. And at the same time, I talk with them about um, different spiritual terms and talk about what, you know, what I, I help them understand different components as far as their their instinct and their gut feelings and that gut, that the internal compass, the instinct is not all just this, um, uh, this thing that they can't 
that's not tangible. It also has to do with different spirit guides. It, hel- it helps you understand what the universe is trying to tell you. Um, so through that, I try. I mean, it's it's a way of discussing the two and being authentic with myself and my clients. So oh, that's very nice. Uh, what um, what do you want the readers of your book to come to come away with um, when they read your book? What what's your goal here? The the most important thing that I think I want people to feel is that I want them to have a feeling of hope. Um, so many people have a f- have feel sad or don't understand what's going on with them. They have a feeling of, they feel lost or certain things in their life will get them down. They'll have a traumatic moment. Something happened with their job. Something happened to their family unit. And they get, they start to spin and spiral and spiral out of um, where they, they feel lost. And in my book, everything will be okay. The main thing that I want my readers to come away with is a feeling of hope and to know that no matter how, how bad you might feel and how terrible things are in that moment, that there, there's, there's a way out and there's always something to look forward to and to look for the messages that are being sent, however small, whatever they are, but just to kind of, it's kind of like to see the forest through the trees, so to speak, and to feel like they'll come, they'll come out of it, they'll come away from it, they will be even a better person, they'll learn more, it will help to accelerate their growth, and they'll have, you know, different experiences, some are smaller, some are larger, but that, that they can go through it, and they can, you know, like a hurdles in life, they can go from one to the next to the next and, and make it through. And it will be okay. There will be more things happening to them in life, but every time they will come through it. It's not, it's not forever. Nice. Okay. So what... Actually, we're just gonna we're just gonna pause there for a short break. So uh, we're going to a two minute break, and we will see you all back here on the other side of two minutes. <laughs> the Voice America Seventh Wave Channel. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's sunderhealing.com and click on Your Story. Sunder Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out sunderhealing.com. 
the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be extraordinary. Be the change. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back. We have Dr. Jana Fond with us today, and we're talking about blending psychology and spirituality to heal ourselves. As she's written about in her new book, Everything Will Be Okay. And during the break, we were just, uh, Boyd and I and Jana were just briefly talking about, um, we touched on how the universe really does seem to conspire against you when you're not on your path. And, and we've all experienced that. And I'm sure so many of our listeners have experienced that or possibly are experiencing that right now. So I was curious, uh, Jana, to go back a little bit to when you were working with your clients now and you started blending the two of these together. How did you find that the healing process changed or how how did they... Um, how were they able to find their path and get to a place where the universe was conspiring with them? Um, very good question. So things that I noticed with my clients, I would notice with them that uh, one example of the universe conspiring against you is um, you lose your job or things start to crumble at work um, or a relationship which once felt really good seemed to fall apart and all of a sudden the other person suddenly changed and was no longer the same, you know, um, significant other that they used to be. Um, all those kind of things in their life, I mean, that's really, those are examples of how the universe conspires against you. And when I, in my practice, how I, I guess, you know, it's hard for me to even think about how I used to work because it was so long ago. I, I don't think I looked at these and, and saw how it was actually the universe trying to help guide you gently to certain paths. But I would kind of break it down as far as what, what, you know, how did that feel? Kind of very typical psychologist type questions and, um, you know, what, how, you know, different coping skills that they would try to use to find, climb their way out. But when I finally started looking at, you know, what is the universe trying to tell you? Maybe if your job is crumbling, well, what are some reasons that you might not want to be at that job or where maybe the direction that you're heading in isn't right. And for some people, it had to do with a career change. For some people, it had to do with, um, you know, just that wasn't the right company that they needed to be at. And there's actually someplace better that they needed to be at, but they weren't listening to the signals that were being sent to them before. Um, so the universe, when you're not listening, sends you louder and louder messages and, um, so it's kind yes. of through those gentle ways that we start to have to, to, to start to hear. <laughs> yes, that you said that so perfectly. The messages do get louder and louder and um, they can get really extreme. It's nice if you can 
tune into it before it gets, you know, really, really out there. Which, Why is this resistance in my life? Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hope, yeah. Not everybody needs to find themselves in a jail cell, um, <laughs> which is my own personal experience. Oh. Um, I didn't, uh, yeah, I really, really wasn't listening. And um, fortunately, most people don't have to uh, learn, I guess, a lesson to that extreme. But I'm so thankful because it was exactly how my path was meant to be, right? We're all on a path yeah, that... Yeah, but to be, you know, to be perfectly honest, I mean, even though you had found yourself in a, in a jail cell and that's how you were able to find a book, I mean, many people feel jailed feel jailed in other ways. They feel locked and locked into compartments and locked into their life and locked into different ways. And, you know, they, they make, they, they, they can compose these walls around themselves and feel limited. And it's kind of, it's about finding, you know, well, being able to become aware of this, of your own personal limitations in your jail and that you actually have all the power, you have all the tools inside of you to make your way out. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, very. So I'm also wondering, Jenna, um, how uh, you say that um, the recovery time is shortened um, and helps people out. Can you just elaborate a little bit more on that? And if you wouldn't mind maybe sharing your story a little bit as well as about how um, you come to terms, or if you have, um, with the loss of your mother, how this, how you incorporated this into your, to your own life? Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, when, when my mother became sick and died within a six-month period, and it was completely out of the blue for me, I... I felt as though I felt as though my world was crumbling. I felt as though things were falling apart for me. Um, there were things I hadn't done. I actually had postponed my do finish completing my dissertation for my doctorate for ten years. Ten years, can you believe it? I wow. I had the ability to become a doctor. 10 years prior to this, but kept on saying, I don't need it, I'll do it later, it's no big deal. And, um, and when my mom became sick, she kind of jokingly said, I hope I get to see you become a doctor before I die. I'm like, oh, God, that's pressure. Wow. So, um, wow. so I was able to complete my dissertation, get it all done, and do that a month before she passed away. Holy cow. Yeah. Um, so for me, finishing that, I mean, even though I had been a therapist, I had been licensed, I had done all that, you know, 20 years before, and this was the last, this was like the last notch for me. And it would also give me, you know, when you become a doctor, you have some, a little bit of different recognition to those outside than when you're not. It's just, it's, it's sort of, I guess, it, it's connected to status. So for me, finishing that was a huge key in some of my personal success and being able to have people hear me out and hear my message. Um, I found things around me start to crumble as well, even after she had passed away, certain relationships with my family members. But, you know, some of that was also kind of toxic to me. And it was about clearing away some toxicity in my own life. And some of those were family members, some people, you know, who I loved, but by keeping them around me was holding me back and holding a lot of negativity in that was 
was that that actually stagnated my own growth, and I think that that's something that lots of people feel is that they have you know ways that they can accelerate their own growth, but they don't see that there's certain negative forces around them that are holding them back. So it's through my own experiences. I'm not going to say that everybody's experience is exactly like mine, but what I found is that a lot of people have these experiences, and when I'm able to also and see my own and see what happened, that I can help others with that, too. Very nice. Yes. Now, Jana, what does this book have to do with life purpose? So, as I learned about the soul, um, everybody has something that they're working on. Everybody has something that they're supposed to move forward on and um, achieve during their, you know, for their soul. And our physical lifetime that we're in right now, everybody has something they're, they're working towards and supposed to achieve. And, you know, as a soul, we tell ourselves that, you know, we give ourselves a kind of um, some different goals and a little path of what we're supposed to do. Even though we forget all those things through the veil of forgetfulness, as I talk about in my book, um, we forget them. And then we set aside these little reminders for ourselves about what we were supposed to do and why we were supposed to do them. And for me, I think my personal reminders, my, my, parents were divorced when I was little, and I, think I was sent to a therapist, and some of those little things were my reminders as far as what I was supposed to do, and I actually knew that I wanted to become a therapist from the time that I was 10 years old and had somebody help me, and I really do believe that some of those people and some of those experiences came into my life to help me with my life path. Now, our own life purposes like I'm sure that you know, you both have your own life purposes as well. Things that you're supposed to go and directions you're supposed to work in, and it seems like you've done amazing for helping others and helping others grow and heal themselves. And everybody has those, and they're very personal and individual. No two are the same. So this book is trying to help you, kind of in a way of waking up and seeing what you're supposed to do, and and getting in touch with your instinct, your internal compass, and trying to lit, you know, so many people, the most surprising thing to me as a therapist is how many people don't listen to their instincts. They don't know where they are. They've worked really hard to ignore them, to shove them down. Um, and so sometimes people come in and I'm and I say to them, well, what does your instinct tell you? What does your gut tell you? And they're like, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, when you when you were thinking about deciding to go on that relationship, to go be with that person, what did your gut tell you? And they'll say to me, well, I didn't listen to my gut. And I'm saying, well, why not? And they say, well, I, don't, I didn't even hear it. I didn't know I even had it. So the place that I usually start with people has to do with, well, what does your gut say? Listen to it. It's kind of like a muscle as far as waking it up and, and starting to listen to it. And starting to listen to it is in the morning, what do I feel like doing this morning? What, is my, what does my gut tell me? What does my head tell me? What does my heart tell me? And little by little, exercising it and becoming aware of it. And then it's like that little voice inside of our head. And once you start to become aware, and that's the purpose of my book, 
becoming aware is the key. It's, it's your own personal key to, to hope and to figuring out what to do in your life and directions to go in. Does that make sense? Absolutely, it does. The awareness is, yeah, it is the key. And as, as people become aware, and as you say, even if it's just little steps at a time and just kind of paying attention and just, just knowing that this is there for them, uh, then their journey starts to become one where they're being taught, you know, on their own through spirit. Um, spirit guides us all individually. So we can still uh, have somebody helping us and have external people assisting and guiding us and, and going to people like you and, and um, you know, wherever other places. But it starts to become something that is internalized and they start to recognize it for themselves. So somebody is no longer having to just tell them, but they can feel it. Exactly. And I really do believe that our gut instincts are also connected to our, our guides in life. And, you know, not everybody has that belief, but you can at least hear and trust yourself. And when you hear it from yourself at telling you to go a different direction or leave this or do that, you know, you're more apt to trust you rather than anybody else in your life. And so this book is something that everybody can use to tune in to themselves. So that's really the purpose. And I, you know, rather than needing to hear when, when you're asking friends or you're asking family members, so many people go to, go to somebody in their life, excuse me, go to somebody in their life to ask them a question. And I'm not knocking that. I think that having the right people around you are really important, whether it be a parent, a sibling, a close friend, a spouse, a significant other. But sometimes the most important person you need to listen to is yourself. And being able to strengthen that ability is probably the single most important thing that you can do. Mm, absolutely. Uh yeah, Boyd and I totally agree on that. I can speak for him here. I yeah, know, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she knows my mind. <laughs> we are uh, coming up on another break. So to our listeners, if you haven't checked out the spirit animal message yet for the new moon phase that we are in, the black mamba snake uh, shared some words of wisdom for us. And this message applies still for another week. So go to our website, sundrahealing.com, go to the spirit animal page and check out that message. And we will see you here on the other side of two minutes. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Sundra Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out sunderhealing.com. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful, and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's sunderhealing.com and click on your story. 
visionary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We have Dr. Jana Fond here today, and we've been talking about uh, her book, Everything Will Be Okay, uh, Blending Psychology and Spirituality to Heal Ourselves. And Boyd's got a question for you, Jana. Yes, um, from, our, from your last conversation there, I'm wondering how, uh, when, when people come in and see you and you're talking about, you know, you're listening to their, their inner feelings, their inner voices, um, there's got to be a little bit, I'm... I'm from my own experience, there's blocks there when you're talking with people. and A lot of it has been programmed into them. I'm wondering how you deal with that. Um, do, you, do you actually work how on I deprogramming them? Blocks that come in? What do you mean? Uh, deprogramming them. Like, like, you know, for yourself, I'm assuming in your own field, um, when, you, when you try yes. to uh, bring the spirituality aspect into it, right. there's some roadblocks that you had to go through. So, and yeah, build- and this is, again, this is another example, great question, and this is another example of blending the two. So in psychological terms, we call that resistance when people are, you know, blocked and don't want to go there or don't want to make changes in their life. And, you know, I think that's probably the single most reason that people would turn to therapy is because they've tried it on their own, they've read all the self-help books, and they just can't seem to budge. And so, and that's actually where the two ideas work really well together, the two theories. So I'll start to ask questions. And the way that I was trained is that, you know, explore the resistance, explore what's blocking them, understand it. Like if there's a brick wall, what's the texture of the bricks? How does it feel? What color are the bricks? So I start to do that with, well, you know, what's, what is blocking you? What's making it so hard? Tell me about what messages are being sent to you. What do you hear? You know, there's different sometimes. There's fear and all kinds of things mixed in. And at that point, that's when I start to bring the spiritual side in um, as far as what are the other things happening into your life? Tell me, you know, as far as what's blocking. When you get blocked, what what starts to happen to you? What other things are happening? Like, is your relationship starting to fall apart? Do you, is your health starting to fail you? What's starting to happen with you not being able to make this change in your life? And, you know, so what are the messages that are the, that the universe is sending you? And it's the ones that where they, cons- you know, the universe conspires against you that are always the toughest. Those are that it sometimes makes you so uncomfortable and by exploring the blocks, by exploring the resistance and really understanding it, and sometimes what the way with people is that once you start exploring what's blocking them and what's holding them back, 
and you've really gone down and gone down in detail, then it actually, you know, one of the things sometimes they don't think, they don't want to think about it because it feels so scary to them. But once you have broken it down and broken it down and broken it down, it somehow is kind of like, huh, I don't even know why I was that scared of it. It doesn't sound that bad to me once you explore it and explore it and explore it and talk about it from both sides, both the spiritual and the psychological. So that's what I do. And, you know, I I ask a lot of questions. In my book, I pose so many questions because I think that the thing that holds people back most often is they're not curious with themselves and they're not curious with others. And once they, they... start asking questions both to themselves and to other people, it, it begins to answer things for themselves that they hadn't, and that is the scariest part of moving forward. Mm. And do you find, Jana, that most people are very receptive to uh, exploring the, the spiritual aspect, whether or not they've, they've ever done that before? So, you know, you, you start where they are, Right. For me, I find that, I mean, there's some people who, of course, have, you know, just think it's all woo-woo and all hooey. And so, you know, to each their own, and you start small. You know, some people think that um, everybody has their own perspective. And so, for me, me, I start wherever you are, and I don't try to impose my beliefs or what I have, because I think even in the spiritual realm, there's so many different things out there, and there's so much that people have gleaned, and everybody has their, some people have their own version, and sometimes they're just the same word for two different, I mean, there's two different words for the same thing, and so it's important to start wherever you are, and wherever you want to start is completely fine, so I think that, you know, if you want to just take it as that there's a, from the smallest point that your internal compass is is a guide for you, and that's a spirit guide, but you really don't want to believe anything else, then that's fine too. However anybody wants to believe and to not impose beliefs upon them is, is for me, I think, very important. Mm-hmm. Mm, sure. Yes, yeah, very, very important to honor that for everybody. Yeah. So I'm wondering how um, intuition plays a part uh, in, in finding a path. So intuition plays a part by um, by becoming aware of yourself. Um, again, it's it's about first. The first thing is to take to start to listen to your own kind of those voices in your head. Like I'm I'm hearing myself, but sometimes people don't want to to believe it. And it's, it's so funny. One of my clients actually was like, oh, you know, sometimes this person got so upset because. She said, oh, I didn't hear them before. And it was actually, sometimes it was nice to not hear them. And now I can't shut them off because it's true. Once you do turn them on and you can hear your own instincts and your intuition, it's really hard to shut them off once you can hear them. It takes a lot of work to, tune it, to turn it off. So the most important thing that I've seen with my clients is turning them on. And so many people walk around with them off, they, and they don't even know that they're off. They, mm-hmm. they, they don't think about it. And so once you turn it, and then the next step, really, the hardest thing for a lot of people is when they've heard 
themselves and they've, they've gone by their gut, you know, their head and their heart, and they've heard what they need to do, that they go the opposite direction. They don't even trust themselves to do what their own instincts do. And I think that's really frustrating for a lot of people. And, you know, that they don't listen to their own instincts, their own internal compass. So, um, so that's, intuition is really important because once you can listen to yourself, it's kind of like having a map and this, you know, I mean, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, you know, different apps to use to figure out where to go. And, and if you find the shortest path as to how to get there, it makes it so much easier. And your internal compass is really like your own map to say, turn right here, go left there. And when you listen to it, it almost gives you a pretty direct straight line you know even though there's bumps and hurdles and curves and unexplained you know um, potholes along the way but it gives you a direct line as to how to get there so and when you get there things start to fall into place and you usually feel better yeah i think um you know when you were talking about the fact of how many people don't listen and don't trust and how frustrating that is for all of us when we're in that place and for me you know i think back even as a child and for so many of us right from the time we're a child you know we are following our instincts and we're being reprimanded because that wasn't what we were supposed to do and that exactly. carries through yeah in school and so by the time we're in our teens you know and we and which is a time when we're really supposed to be kind of focused on starting to think about a direction and where our life path is we're so confused because We've had all these people telling us, you know, and and what we should be doing and and that what we wanted to do wasn't right. And so there's all this self-doubt and, you know, our personal power becomes so uh, squelched and and so pushed down. And and that's that's then where we have to start from there now and and rebuild it for ourselves. We do that here every day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, so many people... Um, and, you know, and, and I was there myself as well. And I mean, even still now life is a journey. And so it's always to make sure that, you know, we never stop learning and it's always to make sure that we are listening and that we're not doubting because it's easy Absolutely. to have those doubts come in. Yeah. So I'm, I'm curious, right. Jana. I mean, oh. oh, sorry. Oh, um, when, when you, um, uh, bring people's awareness to this, uh, what I call their spirit, their their guides, their inspiration, and they start going down that path. How do you guide them from that point? So, from our experience at the shop here, when people do become aware of their inner self like that, it, it opens up floodgates of uh, thirst for more knowledge and wanting to know well, what is this, where is this going, how how do you deal with that? Well. Actually, to go back to Rebecca's comment about as a child, we follow our instincts. And, you know, what you just described, Rebecca, is so poignant because so many people, and probably those are the most people that come through my doors, is that when they're children, they, they are taught to ignore their, sometimes, not all, there are some healthy families out there, but some people are really taught not to listen to your instincts and, and they're told that they're, you know, they're bad or, and so they develop coping skills 
to repress things, to not listen to what your your instincts tell you. And they they've developed them, they've perfected those coping skills. They have like they have hone them to a T so they don't listen because it was a survival technique. They needed to not listen while they were a child, while they were kind of trapped or jailed under somebody else's roof. And when they come out, you know, they start finding that those original set of coping skills are not working for them because they're not helping them in the outside world when they finally become, you know, get to this place where they become independent. And it's, again, waking themselves up and beginning to listen and using a new set of, you know, learning a new set of coping skills, again, another way of blending the two that I talk about. But um, so I just wanted to answer that before I moved on to you asked Ben Boyd Absolutely. about guys <laughs> and floodgate. what happens when people's floodgates open. Is that what you asked? Yes, yes. But, yeah, basically, okay. I'm wondering how you, how you guide them from that point when um, they become aware of their inner self and the guidance that's there. Uh, I know a lot of people here, when that happens, the, the, the thirst for more um, grows huge. So yeah. I'm wondering how you help that people with that. Well, let me ask you, what happens from your end when, the flood, when, people, when people's floodgates are opened? Oh, here comes the psychologist. <laughs> mm, I know. I have to turn it on you. <laughs> I know. Right? Uh, uh, we just we generally just guide them uh, in inside and uh, answer the questions, and, and we will direct them to people who can help them if we're unable to. Uh, we tell them and give them guidance to listen to to themselves and connect even more deeply through. Well, we usually use Reiki to help uh, break down the barriers there. Yeah, there's any resistance and. Um, put them in a deep state of relaxation, and and then they can go and really go deep inside and connect to their inner selves, and, and yeah, a lot of stuff comes out that way. It does. Yeah, it's a for, it's it's a way to help people get into a meditative state really quickly, especially for those who have a hard time meditating, because that's really that's where we connect. When we meditate, we become one with our source, and that's where we are quiet and 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 we listen and and we uh, commune, right? So for us, that's that's been a really good tool. Yeah. yeah. And so for me, you know, what I see through my practice is once I work through and we talk about the coping skills and, and developing new ones and becoming aware and waking up and listening to your instincts, and once things start, once they start getting the green lights and having less hurdles and things start to flow and the universe is letting them know that they're going the right direction and doing what they needed to in life and what they need to, you know, that's a time when they stop seeing me. So, and, and it's the perfect right time for them to not see me. And then sometimes they'll come back in, you know, or call me or email me um, when they have questions or as things come up. But usually that's a time because I've, as, as you talk about, I talk a lot about meditation and guided meditations and getting into that state and being able to really listen to yourself and quiet your mind and, and find other ways to cope. And meditation is the number one best thing that I love, love, love. So once, once you kind of can tune them into that, I find that they, they need less of me and they're kind of doing what they need to from that point forward, which is great. Yeah. Yes, that absolutely. That's the goal. Yeah. Connecting it's them a total goal. with, yeah. 
And then you sit there and wait for them to come back with the, the good news and see where their life has gone. Uh, we, know, sit, yeah, we see so many people make major changes. You know, I, I, I help them to get to a certain point, and that's the part where me as a person, I'm thrilled to, and I guess this is, you know, always the joy of a, of a parent or, you know, or a mentor, that you help people get to a certain point where they don't need you anymore and they can go and do it on their own and they've matured. And, you know, for me, it's always my curiosity. Where are they now? What do they do? What's going on? And I always love it when I hear from people, you know, once in a while I'll get an email, I'm doing really well and here's what I'm into and thank you so much. And, oh, my gosh, that was the little bit of guidance that I needed to get on my way. And that's always the fun part. For exactly. That's why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. That's true. Very yeah. rewarding and an honor. Always an honor to be a part Absolutely. of anybody's uh, journey. Absolutely. So, yeah, it's fun. It's really, it's, it's, I mean, even starting at the very beginning is fun because I, I find that what I do in, in therapy, and this is again, I become really curious. I ask questions. I ask so many questions and questions from somebody answers one and then for that I add it, I lead to yet another and people don't get curious enough about themselves and about things happening around them and different people in their life and what that means and so it's questions upon questions and and feeling like you're in a safe place to do that um, where you feel safe you feel comfortable you feel you know I, I think that's that's a very important aspect of what therapy can provide or any safe place that you can put yourself in. It might even be your home where you're um, journaling and writing questions like that to yourself. So anything, you can do it. There's multiple different ways to get to everything will be okay. So there's certainly not just one way in my belief. Mm-hmm. Mm. For sure. Yeah, yeah, that was perfectly said. Again, I love, there's been so much, um, I just wanted to take a moment and, and um, just, I guess, recognize and with gratitude to um, the universe and to source right now for the amount of um, spirit uh, inspiration that's been flowing through this show. You know, you can feel a lot of goosebumps today, a lot of affirmations that um, the information that we've all been talking about is is coming directly from that higher source and um, I just want to express my gratitude and thanks to uh, Jana and Boyd and to everybody who's been listening for that. It's been a, a fabulous energy. I just wanted to make note of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I Jana. I'm just, I echo I'm, that. Thank you. Now, we are going to go to our last break. So uh, we will see everybody back here in two minutes. The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network. Have you found your life has changed because of Reiki? We want to share your story. How has Reiki energy healed your life and the life of your loved ones? Don't miss out on this amazing opportunity to share your light with others. Your story is powerful and it could forever change someone else's life in a positive way. For more details, visit the Your Story page of our website at sundrahealing.com. You could become a part of a book or be selected as a guest on Awakened Hearts. That's sunderhealing.com and click on Your Story. Sunder Healing offers services at our location in Leduc, Alberta, as well as distant services worldwide. 
At our location, we offer Reiki therapy, massage therapy, chakra balancing, crystal healing, intuitive readings, third eye activation, and past life regression. Distance services include Reiki therapy, crystal grids for healing and manifestation, and intuitive readings. We also offer classes and workshops of all kinds, either at our location or at yours. Check out sunderhealing.com. Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Awakened Hearts. To call in and connect to Rebecca and Boyd Campbell on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to hello at sundrahealing.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. We've had Dr. Jana Font here with us today, and this has been an awesome show so far. We're in our last segment now, and uh, I just wanted to take a moment and uh, mention that this Saturday, our class that's coming up is the Yusui Reiki Level 1. So if this is something that you have felt led to do, this Saturday is a perfect time to take advantage of that. Uh, and thank you to everybody who came for the Level 2 class last week. It was a fabulous group of people and uh, a wonderful class. Yeah. yeah. It was very good energy there, for sure. Yeah. And then coming up on July 23rd is uh, the Kids Reiki. And that is the first part of Level 2 for the kids. So I know there's quite a few kids out there who have been waiting for this one. Uh, so this is the next one after Level 1. So this is the time, July 23rd. I always get an image of that little girl after her too, and she's in the room doing doing Reiki, and she looks up. Do we have superpowers now? <laughs> yeah, it was great. Yeah, she um, one of the little girls in the class uh, likened the Reiki to kind of having like superpowers, um, which was actually a great description of it. So, uh, so we're gonna go into the reading for the week. Yes, so I'm going to split this up into three, uh, the, the, the beginning of the week, middle of the week, the end of the week, and Rebecca's going to add, add her uh, information to this too. So at the <clears throat> beginning of the week, there's going to be, uh, there's going to be a, quite a few worries uh, around you. You're going to be kind of focusing on some, some of the negative stuff in your life. Um, just know that this stuff is unfounded and um, uh, it is an illusion, you know, it, the fear uh, it's fear is false evidence appearing real. So just be aware of that fact right now. Uh, coming into the middle of the week, uh, <clears throat> you're going to be uh, following your passions when it comes to your career. So if there's a little bit of inspiration, you got some ideas or some desires and things that are going on at work that um, are positive, uh, I have a feeling that the, the fear that you let go of at the beginning of the week is going to open up some doors to this part of it as well. Uh, so be, be aware of that and tap into it as much as you can. And towards the end of the week here, this is talking about letting go um, some, of some old belief systems uh, that no longer serve you. This can be, you know, this can be like um, ex-boyfriends, ex-girlfriends, exes in general. Um, the connection there. Uh, yeah, I think do you have any more to add to that. I'm not going to go any more depth into that. Sure. Yes, I do. Um, 
So the beginning of the week where Boyd was talking about uh, we're going to, you know, some fears and worries may be surfacing and we're going to find ourselves dealing with those. And and the message that come up really strong here is um, from Archangel Raziel, actually. And it's about the fact that we are all magicians. We are master manifestors. And we manifest and we attract to us what it is that we think about or that we talk about. And so as these worries and these fears are coming up and surfacing uh, toward the beginning of the week, they're coming to the surface so that we can let them go, not so that we can get hung up on them and, and chew over it over and over again in our mind and talk about it, but it's they're coming so that we can let them go which is going to allow us to embrace the next step this week. And so with that comes then from Archangel Michael is the message to release our attachment uh, to the outcome, to uh, let go of what doesn't serve us, to cut those energetic cords and attachments. So that's what we're really focused on the beginning of the week is as these things come up, acknowledge them and let them go. And when we do that, that brings us to this place where, uh, in the beginning of the week again, as Boyd meant, or in the middle of the week, as Boyd mentioned, that you know there's going to be some inspiration, there's going to be some creativity, um, that's going to come through in in our workplace, it's going to come through at home, and it's a result of us letting go of these things. So that allows us to finally be free. And as the uh, as the week then comes to an end. We have, um, again, a letting go of belief system. So this week is a transition. We're doing some learning. We're going to be able to let go of a little more toward the end of the week as we see the results of the inspiration and the things that we followed in the center of the week. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> it sounds like this would be an, aw- an awesome time to uh, read a book. <laughs> yeah, and we know just a great book for you to check out, which is Everything Will Be Okay by Dr. Jana Font. I think it kind of fits very well with this reading. It does, it does. Um, Jana, we just wanted to thank you so much for being on the show with us today. It was an honor and a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much for having me. I have a lot of gratitude to the two of you for having me and um, for having this show. It's so important to share this and these import, have these dialogues. So thank you. And so just again to recap for our listeners, the best way that they can reach you or if they're looking to get your book is to go to your website? Yes, or Amazon.com has my book as well. So, Okay, and the book again is Everything Will Be Okay, Blending Psychology and Spirituality to Heal Ourselves by Dr. Yes. Jana Fond. And your website was www.janafond.com? Yes. Okay, perfect. So there you go for all of our listeners. Uh, we encourage you to check that book out. And I know we're going to be uh, ordering it to have in the store here as well, um, which will be great. We will add it to uh, the collection. It will be um, for sale here too. So. Absolutely. Thank and you so much. With the, so fun. Yeah. I'm just, I just wanted to add in um, for, for both thinkers, um, analytical and spiritual thinkers, good book. It's going to touch base on both sides. Yes. Now, 
You have been listening to Awakened Hearts, and we'd like you to join us next week, the same time and same place. We will have Carmel Joy Baird, a world-renowned psychic medium. We will be taking calls, as always. Don't miss it. We will see you next week. From our hearts to yours, Namaste. Namaste. for tuning in this week to Awakened Hearts. Please join your hosts, Rebecca and Boyd Campbell, again next Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Until our next show, have an enlightened week.